Hey y'all, I'm Sammy, your host of the You Were Made For More podcast. John 10.10 is a promise that Jesus came down to earth so that we would have life and have it abundantly. My prayer is that this podcast and all of the content that we put out would remind every student that they were made for more simply because of who they were created to be. My own walk with the Lord and my relationships with the teenagers that I disciple have shown me that once we understand whose we are, the game changes. Or in other words, transformation happens. Our identity changes everything. We recognize that it takes investment and partnership between the church and parents to raise teens who know and believe who they are in Jesus. And we're here to help. So buckle up as we take this journey and take a look at what God has to say about friendships, relationships, sexuality, dating, and all the things in between. Um, I am really excited to be here with you today. This message is actually, you're, you're going to hear a message from me, Sammy Gallo. Hey, I'm the host of the You Were Made For More podcast. If you haven't met me yet, or if this is your first time visiting, but this is a message that I had the chance to share at my church um, on Mother's Day. And I thought it would be really cool to also share it on the podcast because The gist of it really is the gospel and how the gospel applies to motherhood and really anything that we do. So I think it's really important since we have parents that listen to this, moms that listen to this, um, students who are daughters and sons that listen to this. Um, it's an important perspective to have about the gospel. So I'm just going to share the message that I shared at my church on Mother's Day and hopefully it blesses you and reminds you to go and hug your mama and just thank her for the way that she loves you. Um, and if you don't have a good relationship with your mom, then I pray that this message encourages you to grieve that with God, um, and to walk through a little bit of healing. So would you just, you know, wherever you are, drinking a cup of coffee, doing dishes, driving, doing homework with your friends, um, turn the, the, the volume up and tune into this message. Motherhood is a million little moments that God weaves together with grace, redemption, laughter, tears, and love, which really is what this day is all about. Love. If you have not met me yet, my name is Sammy Gallo. I am the wife of our youth director here, uh, Juan, and I am the mom of my little girl, Ophelia, um, who is eight months old. And I am super excited to to share with you guys a little bit today on Mother's Day about what um, the Lord has been teaching me in my short time of being a mom Um because I, I think it applies to everyone, whether you're a mom or a dad or a student or a grandparent. I think that the message of Mother's Day really is the message of the gospel. And I think that it applies to everyone. And I kind of want to start off by saying that I honestly feel very unqualified to be up here. There are many 
women who are much wiser than I am, who probably could share more, but I am being obedient and trusting that because Pastor Will asked me to share this Mother's Day, which happens to be my first Mother's Day with my baby girl outside of my body, that God must have something for me to share, despite my feeling of inadequacy. In the short eight months that I have been a mom, I've learned so much. There are moments where it has seemed like time is kindly dragging in order to steal some memories into my mind, but then when I look back, it honestly seems like a whirlwind. Pregnancy, labor and delivery, and now motherhood have all held some of the most challenging, but also some of the most beautiful moments of my life. I also know that this day holds many emotions for every person, many different emotions for every person, and I don't want to negate any of those feelings. Some of us have loving moms who we have great relationships with. Some of us don't. Some of our relationships have been riddled with difficulty and pain. Some of us are grieving our moms who are no longer with us. Some of us are struggling in our own motherhood journey. Maybe you're walking through some rough years with your kiddos. Maybe you are yearning for children, but you're walking through infertility. Or maybe you are grieving an abortion decision in your past and a child that you never met. Maybe you never were given the chance to meet your mom. Maybe there was some sort of abusive situation. Or maybe you're still healing from healing a relationship that was created to be sacred. Others pull double duty as both mother and father because of deployment, divorce, or death. There are so, so many situations, and I want to acknowledge all of them. Even though I know I'm failing to mention all of them at this moment. Whether today you are feeling sadness and grief, anger and resentment, or overjoyed and loved, God sees you. I really believe that. I, I know that personally to be true, and I pray that something I say today resonates with you. That you would know that God has not left you, that he is a personal God, and that he knows your heart. Like I said, my little girl, Ovi, is eight months old. If you haven't met her, you can look up at the screen. Um, there's a picture of her that accurately describes how she is 90% of the time, minus the times where she is hangry or overly tired. <laughs> Um, the past eight months have been extraordinary, exhausting, and oh so humbling. That's really the best way I can describe it, even though those are such different descriptions and normally wouldn't fit together. That's the best I've got for you. And I've always wanted to be a mom and I've always felt like I was sort of made for it. But I have to admit there have been many times that I have thought an astonishing reality to myself in the past eight months that has brought me to my knees and made me even more aware of how much I need the Lord. And that is I am just not the mom that I thought I'd be. It's similar to the feeling I thought many times in my first year of marriage to my husband. 
I'm just not the wife that I thought I would be. If you are a mom or a wife, I think you would agree with me that admitting our need for the Lord is the only hope we have in our parenting journeys and our marriages. I've learned that more in the past eight months than ever before. I've thought a lot about what I want my daughter to think of me as she's growing up. I haven't been convicted of a ton of things, but I do know a few things I desperately pray are true, and I think they're important to us as a congregation and a church. I hope Ophi knows that I love Jesus, which is why I make sure that even at eight months old, she sees me open my Bible in the morning, even if it's in the middle of the floor next to a cold cup of coffee with toys scattered all around me. I pray that if she sees that, even in the middle of the chaos, my prayer is that she will wonder why her mom cares so much about this book. So she'll open it herself, and I'm getting teary, of course, um, because it makes me emotional because these are things that I really pray that my daughter knows about me and believes about me, even though I will fail and mess up in disciplining her and loving her. I pray that she knows um, that I love Jesus and that I, that. The Bible is important, and I pray that she'll open it herself and that she will fall in love with Jesus. Uh, my relationship with Jesus saved my life. I don't know if I mean that literally or not, but I do believe it. Because as a teenager, I always struggled with my identity. And as a mom, I still do. But because of Jesus, I now know who I am. Even if I have some cognitive dissonance and doubts about it, I know it to be true. And I pray that if my daughter knows Jesus, if she really knows him, she won't struggle searching for that truth like I did. Now, she may struggle, but she will be working from the truth found in Scripture, not looking all around the world and all around the culture to find it. And the other thing I know is that I want her to know that I love her dad. And I want my marriage to be a reflection of the gospel. And I want her to see that any fulfilling gospel-centered relationship takes hard work. But also can and will yield in our own sanctification. And I believe those two things are so accurate to what we as a church need to find to be important. Those are the things that I want. But in some ways, motherhood is like a giant neon highlighter emphasizing my desperate need for Jesus. When I rely on my abilities or the false comforts of this world in my distress, I am left wallowing in my failures. I start comparing myself to others and I feel defeated and undone. The things of this world will never be able to rescue me or you, us, from our shortcomings. 
Christ, however, offers us another way to mother or to father or to parent in our frailty as we lean on his faithfulness. He doesn't just leave us to fend for ourselves as we parent. He doesn't leave us to gather enough strength each day to care for our children. He doesn't keep tabs on how often we don't measure up and how often we mess up. He doesn't shake his head in disappointment when we mess up. Hebrews 4.15 offers us all, moms or not, this steadfast hope. It says, we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet is without sin. God's abundant mercy can rescue us from our own unrealistic expectations. He sent his son to be everything we couldn't and to die the death we deserved so that we would be raised to new life with him. He is faithful to tear down the walls of inadequacy brick by brick and remind us of the greater purpose of this life, to know Jesus and to make him known, even while we are scrubbing dirty dishes and wiping runny noses. The contributions that I make as a mom to my home, my marriage, and my parenting will 100% be the best things that I do on this side of heaven. I not only wanted to mention that encouragement for all of the moms and the parents out and the disciples of Jesus out there, but I also wanted to encourage every single woman in this room. If you are a woman, you have the ability to be a spiritual mom. Women who encourage younger women and disciple them are vital to the church. They have been life-changing in my life and my faith journey. And if you have the chance to disciple a younger woman, please do it. You are so, so important for girls and even young women who do not have a mom or who have struggling relationships with their moms. Invite them to have coffee with you. Invite them over while you're doing the dirty dishes or cleaning your house or being faithful with what the Lord has given you because it may just be a saving grace for them. And I say this with experience. As a college-age girl, I had just met the Lord, was healing from so many traumatic experiences as a teenager. I was recovering from disordered eating and lifelong body image issues and was trying to figure out what it looked like to love Jesus and walk with him. And the women that invited me into the mundane of their everyday lives and showed me what it meant to be faithful with what they were given were so, so important. So important, in fact, that one of the key things I pray for every day for my daughter is there would be many, many Mature women of God who invest in Ovi's life in areas where she needs someone other than her mom or in seasons where I can't be close to her in proximity. Women who will invite her into their lives and walk faithfully alongside of her, discipling her and showing her new and unique ways to love and honor the Lord. And let me say this too, that Mother's Day is not just about moms. It's about everyone who supports moms because being a mom can feel defeating and overwhelming at times. So if you are a partner, a grandparent, a friend, or anyone who loves a mom, 
thank you because you are doing sacred work. I am so thankful for my husband every day. He supports me as a mom. He sees me in my lowest moments and my disappointments and he also walks with me and shares in the highest moments with me and I'm so thankful for that support system. If you have the chance to be that support system for a mom, do not hesitate. Reach out a hand and be the support. I think one of my favorite authors, Shauna Nyquist, said it best. And this has inspired me in my motherhood journey, even in the mundane and difficult tasks. She says, now that I am a mother, I understand what Mother's Day is about. It's about looking through our lives and recognizing the act of mothering everywhere we see it. And more than that, recognizing that when any of us mother, when we listen, nurture, nourish, protect, we are doing sacred work. 